0: I think I could be a truck driver. Do you? Welcome to episode 70 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. I'm Chris Jensen, a reluctant academic and bookseller at The Bookshelf.
1: And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia.
0: We have recorded a lot of podcasts today.
1: <laughs> we are we are at the very end of our ropes. <laughs> uh,
0: this we recorded three. Not back to back to back, but back to back, break to back.
1: Still still <laughs> kind of a long podcasting day. I feel like we deserve a better microphone and a better sound system. We
0: do, and also maybe some like corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Squarespace.
1: Are you listening? MailChimp?
0: Uh, stamps.com.
1: <laughs> Anybody?
0: Birchbox? <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, like, we're even <laughs> stupid birch box. <laughs> whoa, really...
0: whoa, whoa. We just lost our birch box <laughs> sponsorship before we, <sighs> before we it, even just got strangled it. in the womb. No, <laughs> no. no, thank you.
1: Um, So, this episode, we talked to Lindsay Hopkins. Who
0: was a delight.
1: She was wonderful. And I think those of you who are not Southerners are going to love her Southern accent. (laughs) I
0: think so, too. It is distinctive in the best way. Yeah.
1: We loved her. She actually does stationery that, turns out, is kind of internet famous. Mm
0: -hmm. She has 39,000 plus Instagram followers. Which
1: blew my mind. I
0: don't even know how that's possible.
1: And she is from nearby in Albany, Georgia. Yep. So, kind of a local girl, mm-hmm. and we have started carrying her greeting cards at the bookshelf.
0: It's gorgeous work.
1: It's beautiful. And, turns out, she is in Trader
0: Joe's. Uh-huh. So... She's got some, like, big, big stores that carry her work now. Yeah,
1: so she's a big deal, so it's kind of fun to have her uh, on the show.
0: And that is Pen and Paint, by the way. I don't think we've actually said that yet. Yeah,
1: Pen and Paint is the name of her her company. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lindsay herself was just lovely. Mm-hmm. So...
0: I hope you enjoy our conversation with Lindsay Hopkins.
1: Hi!
2: Oh, no, it's your comment. I'm going to be going fast. We're going a complete out of the way.
1: Come on in. I'm sorry. No, You're no worries. Totally fine. No, no worries. If you hate me, just hate me. <laughs> You're totally fine. You are going to be on the couch. All right, ready.
2: Right? And I'm telling y'all... I'm not a fan of my voice. <laughs> so. Well, neither am
0: I. So this is all going to work out.
2: We will be fine. Is that um, nap, nap time diary? Yes. That's so funny. Yes. Like nobody in Albany knows any of the internet <laughs> world, and so I'm like, oh, Katie Daisy, oh nap time diaries, oh
1: Universal <laughs> Band,
2: I know who these people <laughs> are. So hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm like the whole time. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm I think I'm going to be late. We're going to get lost. So, so sit back, not a yeah. yeah. Um, that's so funny that you mentioned all the things in my house because we were looking at your Instagram uh-huh. today. And you have like thirty nine thousand followers? Yeah. Where are they? Why aren't they buying everything? <laughs> Why am I not rolling money? Okay, but that's yeah.
0: okay, that's something we want to talk about though. That's yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah. So, so how did you get how did that
2: happen? Well, I start. I was on Instagram, um, before that like everybody was on it you know like yeah. when you can only have iphone like only right, iPhone right, right. Are on instagram so it was like a long time ago long time ago i say it was like i would say four years ago and so there was i had a few friends that were following me i developed some relationships with um bloggers and other people in the handmade community and we were just Everybody just kind of followed one another. Right, just kind of support each other. Yeah, and um, when I started drawing, I started showing pictures of whatever I was sketching. They were unfinished. It was, like, rough <laughs> stuff. Um, but people liked it because most of the pictures people were taking was of their kids or of right. their food or of their feet. Right. <laughs> and... <laughs> And so it was showing something <laughs> differently. You know, you know, I that do. I know are it's the coffee something. cups. Yeah. And so, um, so I, I just kept showing, like drawing and posting pictures and people kept going, we love this. Are you going to make prints? Can we get something like this? You know? And so I was like, well, I'm going to keep doing this. And so I figured out how to turn my artwork into a print and then, I had already had a shop in place um, Mm -hmm. that was like hand-painted canvases. There were small Mm -hmm. nursery art. And I transitioned into art prints. And people just continued to start following and engaging. And um, so it just grew. I don't know how it got to as many as it is. And I don't know where everybody is because when... You have that big number. You expect that you're so. Oh, if thirty nine thousand people are following me, certainly thirty thousand people are going to like these pictures, <laughs> and they don't because not everybody's on their phone or some yeah, people right. just don't interact. You know. Yeah. So
1: that that is so interesting because you're right. Thirty nine thousand people don't click or mm-hmm. or I'm you know click through I guess to Etsy right. or yeah, average. Yeah. So. But well, do you know what
0: you average like per picture?
1: Um, it changes
2: a lot. It's gone down a lot in the past, um, I would say six months since things have changed Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Um, I, I used to think that there was like a 10%, not 10%, a 1%. Like this is when I started like paying attention to things. Like before I didn't have a large amount of followers, but every, it seemed like every single one of them was Engaging. Yeah. And now people follow a lot of people. I mean, if you follow a hundred or a thousand people, there's no way you're going to see all those pictures unless you sit on your phone all day. (laughs) And even if you do sit on your phone all day, you might not even see a picture. Yeah. And so the percentage now. I don't even know what it is. But I I don't feel like it's what it used to be.
1: Do you think that that big... You know, that whole kerfuffle over the Instagram algorithm change oh. and, and notifications all yeah. that... Did yeah. that affect you, you think? I think it, de- it did. But I didn't ask
2: people to f- turn on their notifications because one of the things is I... My purpose in sharing my artwork on social media is to encourage people. And if I'm saying make sure you get a notification when I post something (laughs) because it's going to change your life. (laughs) Then I feel like it might be like counteracting what I want to encourage people to do through my art. I talk about enjoying the little things. I talk about um, doing small things with great love. And as wonderful as the internet is and as wonderful as social media and phones and technology are, they're not what life is. You know what I'm saying? So I just said i'm not letting this bother me yeah i mean it might bother me when i'm doing the numbers and stuff <laughs> of income but it's not it doesn't bother me to the point where i'm like this is you know destroying my business because if i believe in myself which i'm supposed to believe in myself then it's got to be bigger. I mm-hmm. like, my future has to be bigger than an algorithm. Right. Like, it just does. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to put it. It's hard to accept at times, but, I mean, just like with anything, you just have to say, okay, well, if this isn't working, i got to make something else right. work. Yeah.
0: So. So is that kind of how your business started?
2: I will say that it is what allowed things to take it off. Mm-hmm. Like, like to launch. Like... Um. I, I had my Etsy shop in place. It actually is seven years old this week, which makes me You're feel... You're an early adopter. Yeah, yeah like, oh, like it makes me feel like... I told my friend, I said, makes me feel like I should have, you know, my own store or something to show for this. But what happened was I was a stay-at-home mom. I heard about Etsy. I was like, I'll open a shop. You can do it for free. Everybody else is. So I did that. And for the first two years, it was, you know, it was very slow. It was just like an extra income, hobby, fun time. Probably spent a lot more time investing in what I did than what I made. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know much about pricing and all that. And as I transitioned into illustrations and prints, that's when things started to take off. And I actually created a, a print that kind of, got very popular and people were posting it all the time on Tumblr mm. and
0: Pinterest
2: oh. and all this stuff, well, it wasn't attributed to me because right. somebody had right. grabbed it and I didn't know about DP and, uh, and like, it was <laughs> yeah. the big size, you know, and then it ends up on pillowcases in China and I'm like, oh, what's going no, no, on? No, no. And and I get no- nothing right. from that, right. you know, and so... That I feel like that maybe was the beginning of people mm-hmm. drawing into my like my world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but after that, um I actually took that print out of my shop. There was a, a time to close that mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. and say, you know what, this isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. Like this is important and I love the piece that I made, but I'm not gonna let this, you know
1: be your only yeah, thing. Yeah. That's out there. You know.
2: There. And that's, it comes back to like the social media, like just, I'm not going to let one thing define who I am as an artist, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just going to move on and
1: find something else, you know? So you launched your Etsy shop and then through social media were able to grow yes. your business. Yes. Do you have a background in art? Did you go to school for art? No, I went to school for education and I didn't
2: finish mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't sure that I wanted to be a teacher. Sure. Um, and for yeah, <laughs> yeah, and my husband actually is a teacher and um, I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just couldn't find my feet. And so... I I did a lot of bookkeeping and financial work just early on mm-hmm. in in my marriage, and then when we found out we were having children, I knew that I wanted to be a stay at home mom, and so I just I just thought I was just gonna stay at home mm-hmm. and raise my kids, and um, plans changed, <laughs> and um, and it was it all I don't want to say it fell in my lap because I've always loved creating and drawing and painting and stuff like that but I never would have said I'm going to be an artist and I never would have said this is going to be my job and this is going to bring our income in you know I never thought that that would happen
1: it's pretty amazing I think that's really the power of the internet yeah a little bit the internet can kind of help us Reach people and in ways that we wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah, even five or ten years. Oh ago. yes,
2: I totally believe that it's because of the internet. Right. Like right. the fact that I get to create something and send it to Japan or send oh, it to Macon or <laughs> send it. You know, to the the fact that I have customers who. Are from all over. And then another thing is, like, this has been the most, one of the most rewarding things is, like, when I have customers who come back who tell me what they bought an item for or Mm -hmm. what they used it for. Or a customer that says, I saw your work in Trader Joe's, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, (laughs) the fact that you noticed that it was mine, you know, that, that means a lot to me. That's unbelievable. So, that's beautiful. So Trader Joe's. Well, I yes, I did. I did. I think I left something out. Is that I now um, license my artwork through okay. um, a company called Jewel Branding, and they're out of Atlanta. And it, it it just so happens that they're in Atlanta, which was exciting when I was looking for an art agent. Okay. Um, I loved the fact that I found somebody that was in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Um, because sometimes you're dealing with people across the country, which right. is fine, but. I got to go meet who my boss is, you know? And so what they do is they work with manufacturers who license my artwork and put it on products and then sell it to stores. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) That's really (laughs) It it is. It takes your—it's hard to kind of process, like— when you don't get to see everything going on, right. but then when you go into a store and you're like, oh, that's I, I drew those things, y'all, look, and you, you want to hold it up and be like, look, I made Take your this. picture, yeah. But, um, yeah, and not everybody's as enthusiastic about it, you know, as you are, but it, I mean, when you pour yourself into something, it, it's really neat to see it on a shelf.
1: Absolutely. Pretty validating, yeah. I would think. Yeah. So... That's what I meant when I said treasure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that's incredible because I was telling Chris when we were talking about um, what we were going to talk to you about today that I actually found you on Instagram before I knew who you were or where you live. Like, I personally followed you on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, I think you and your husband came to the store. Yeah. And I think you guys were taking pictures in the children's section. Yes. And I logged on Bookshelf Instagram because I helped run that account. And I looked and saw that you had tagged us and I was like... I know her, yes. but I had never <laughs> yeah. put the face with yeah. the Instagram account. And so, anyway, I just think that that's so neat, because very rarely Instagram seems like another world. The internet yeah. just seems like another world. Yeah. And so it's when bizarre, you see you people, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. So when you see people in person... I don't know you're like oh you're not supposed to be here. it's like seeing your teacher yeah
0: (laughs) and I've had that experience where I was like at the movies one time and this random person comes up and is like oh are you Chris Jensen I'm like yeah I follow you on Twitter cool yeah yeah. (laughs) I have no idea what to do with that but that's happened to me once I'm sure that's happened to you a lot of times well
2: actually I don't think it has because oh. yeah because it's more I, your
0: work than well, your person
2: no because i don't go like anywhere where there would be people <laughs> like i mean i go where, where there would be people but i mean, i don't go where there would be people who would actually be following me on instagram sure.
1: yeah because this is a different part of the country Yes. Yeah. also yeah, yeah. and this now i did i
2: have friends who um my friend jenny she, at, at somebody has gone to her house before and said, I know pen and paint, you know, <laughs> when they've seen my work on their walls. Right. So oh, wow. that's more, I like, sometimes I wonder if people even know my name is Lindsay and not pen and paint, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's fine. That's you know. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, um, it's funny though, that I have, don't feel that the kind of work that I do has been as well-received on a local level because people don't normally put art prints that have words on their walls. They're used mm-hmm. to going into like a Pier One or um, TJ Maxx and finding artwork. Or they think of artwork as a, a paint, an oil painting. Mm-hmm. or um, and, and that's fine because we all choose to decorate our homes differently. Um, I, do, I feel like I do still have the support in the sense that they're happy for what I do. Mm-hmm. But I, do, I have had people go, what do you do with that?
1: Mm. You know, they don't understand. <laughs>
2: oh, we framed this and we hang this on our wall. Isn't that interesting?
1: Yeah. But I think that happens so weirdly... So, you walked in right and you immediately recognize, oh, yeah. you got this here and you got yeah. this here. But a lot of times people will come in and they'll be like, where did you find yes. this great artwork? Yes. And I'm thinking, it is all over the internet. Yes. <laughs> like, I, is I think that a lot of it has to
2: do with seeing it in context. Right. And right. so, if I took a picture of your living room mm-hmm. and it had my artwork in it, they automatically go, oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. But when they just see the piece, like if I was had a show or something and they just see the print and the sleeve and they're like, what, are you, what am I going to do with this? Right. You know? Um, you visualize yeah. where to put it. Yeah, but it depends where you are. You right. know, True. like what I did, a, a craft show in Athens and the print sold and, you know, I was, was say wasn't in the a in college big deal. town, I bet you're going to Yeah, sell people it. already knew what was going on right. with, with Oh, things. you
1: definitely, that's so funny because I think we'd have to do that in the bookshelf sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we were carrying mason jars wow. or they were um <laughs> colored mason jars and people would come and be like this is cute but what should you do with it yeah and i'm thinking the
0: possibilities Anything. are yeah. endless yeah but then
1: my mom who comes in sometimes and does our displays or the window displays she was like let's put flowers in this yeah pencils in the one," and next thing you knew they sold yeah but it's like people maybe it doesn't come as naturally to some yeah. people to it's, think oh i can true. put flowers in this or i can do yeah. i don't think that comes as naturally to some people yes and i totally agree with
2: that because i know On the creative side, I'll see something and I can automatically come up with a list of how I can use that or what I can do with it or what kind of prop it could be. (laughs) Uh, But I know not everybody has that. And that's why it's important for stores to display things Mm -hmm. and for people to be able to see, oh, this this is a good idea. It gives them an idea of how to use it. And they might see a need for it that they didn't have until they... You I have to do that,
1: that too, then on your Instagram. And one thing that was interesting before you came in, Chris and I were looking at your Instagram account, and your pictures are so beautiful. You, do you take them all? I do take mm. them all. Unless
2: I show, like, this is some, somebody's living room right. or right. whatever. Yes, everything else they're is taken
0: so, me. They're so, yeah, <laughs> so well composed. Yeah, well styled. That's it. Thank you.
2: It's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I and, believe um, that. <laughs> and it's funny because I remember, like, a long time ago, Having a real simple magazine and looking through it and looking at all the styled photos and being like, I want to do this for a living. (laughs) And then I'm doing this. I mean, it's not for real simple, but it is. It is like I am staging photographs. Trying to
1: compose it. That's what I was, it's so interesting because. Like I said, I sometimes help with the bookshelf Instagram account. And Catherine, um, our Instagram guru, kind of does most of the posting now. But even when she and I are working together, it is hard to get all those cutesy photos that it looks like you just did in like two minutes. And we don't always make the time to make them really well composed or beautiful because we discovered it took a lot of time.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it takes a lot of time. And then as I I mean... I have three kids at home um, that two of them are homeschooled not by me I do not do all the things (laughs) my husband homeschools them and then I have a a one year old and so I have to be very creative uh, (laughs) when I'm doing this because I'm working against daylight I'm working against (laughs) The, the kids yeah. you know and so um there's been a time or two that I've come into my studio and I see like where I have everything laid out and they'll be like a lego or they'll be like <laughs> you know a bunch of random things and and it's sweet because I know my boys are like oh this will look good with your picture <laughs> that is you sweet. know or oh look mommy I p- picked you some flowers for your picture because they know, they know. that right. that's you know, that's what I'm doing. I'm sure they're probably like, why does she do this? But, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's a lot of work. And I recently told my husband we've got to get some kind of, like, light box that yeah. can oh, yeah. I can do because... When you have a rainy day, you're unless have. you've planned it, <laughs> unless you've planned in advance, you're not getting a picture. Yeah, you know? like because natural lighting is so important. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not gonna take a picture in the dark or no, it just it doesn't, doesn't suit your look anymore. It doesn't. Right? It yeah. doesn't. And even yeah. like there's been times that I've wanted to post pictures at night, but it's like I just can't because it's not gonna. Fit And I, it's not like, oh, I think my pictures have to look all this way and that way. It's like, I see my account as more of like a canvas that wow. I'm adding to, or a storefront. Like, that, yeah. I feel yes. like it's like a window into my store. And so... <laughs> you're not going to want to look at my big old mess of a desk. You know, (laughs) you want it to look pretty and and appealing. So that's why there's so much time invested in that. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I'm going to launch into some of the questions that we ask everybody who comes on the show. Yes. Um, the first question we like to ask is, what is a classic book that you've never read, but you wish you had? Oh, gosh.
0: That's everyone's reaction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I
2: want to say this, and, and, like, I feel like I would probably have to say, like, Pride and Prejudice, or something that I hear a buzz of that is a classic that, everyone should have read mm-hmm. in their lifetime
1: that I did not. So you didn't read Pride and Prejudice? Yes. No, I didn't. Have you seen the movie? Yes. All right, well.
0: It really <laughs> really is worth reading. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's really good, but I will say that I, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, I read it in like 11th or 12th grade because You've Got Mail is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I, and, I know. And Meg Ryan loves that book yes. in that movie. Yes. So I thought, okay, now's the time because I had never been assigned it in required reading. And I picked it up and I hated it. Like yeah. I put it down after a couple of chapters and then I picked it up end of senior year, like going into freshman year in college. And for some reason it completely clicked yeah. and I loved it. So I don't know. It's all about when a book finds me. Right. Yeah.
0: Cause I read it when I was 21 after someone compared me to Mr. Darcy, <laughs> which is not inaccurate, but not completely accurate. I'm more of a Liz- Lizzie Bennett gal myself. Um, <laughs> So, th- I, I was late, I yeah, guess, when yeah. I found it.
2: I think maybe later might be better. Well, that's like, what I think. Um, I think I actually told my husband that I wanted to read that, and he went and got it for me. That mm-hmm. nice. Um, but <laughs> it did not get read. Because I think that happened. Like, anything that happened post-children yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all. A blur. <laughs> It might not happen, but, <laughs> you know, not until they are all gone to the, you know, sleeping at night, uh, sleeping through the night, or away at school yeah. or
1: something. Reading
0: so. is a time investment. Yeah. as we've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. the Podcast before.
1: Um, with this is a podcast. And yeah. Chris and I are avid podcast listeners. Do you have a favorite podcast? I that do. You like to listen I to? do. I have a couple. Okay.
2: I am newly in love with StoryCorps. Oh, yeah. I, like, because I just discovered them, like, a couple months ago, I probably, like, have listened to them nonstop Um, because they remind me of the humanity, like, of our world Mm -hmm. and that lives are so important and it's so important to invest in others' lives. And I love hearing stories about how people have overcome or what people have been through. Um, it just encourages me. Like every time I feel like everything's so hard, life is so hard, and then I'll listen to that and go, you don't have any idea. Girl. Mm-hmm. So I love StoryCorps. Also, This American Life yep. is mm-hmm. just, that's what probably the very first podcast I ever listened <laughs> me to. Too. Me too. <laughs> and, um, and I was just like, this is great, you know. Um, so I heart our glass. Um, <laughs> And then I like to listen to Smart Creative Women. It's a podcast by Monica Lee. Okay. And she's actually transitioning into um, smart creative art where it's not just about mm-hmm. women. But she has tons of podcasts um, on her website, like, from, like in the history that she's done it.
0: Okay. Um,
2: she interviews people in the industry like one of the first podcasts i listened to that she did was with emily mcdowell and it was it was cool to hear their stories and get to know what they've gone through Mm -hmm. to um having their own handmade business or i don't know what you really call it now like if it's not handmade but like a Mm -hmm. small business entrepreneur Mm -hmm. you know type thing it's just been really neat to listen and it's not all about they aren't all artists they're mm-hmm. just they were business women and men who she wanted to get their stories
1: oh interesting
2: and it just kind of helped me learn and um and every once in a while she would do a small little podcast on just encouraging you in your journey mm-hmm. um so I really liked those
1: have you listened to Elise Gets Crafty?
2: I have not, but I've heard about
1: I her. bet you would like that. I, and I, I'm writing these down for myself, yeah. too, um, because I think I would enjoy that one that you just mentioned. But you, I think you would like Elise Gets Crafty. I haven't listened to every episode, uh-huh. but she does something similar where she interviews, because she does, um, I don't even know, she kind of does a lot of different things. She's very crafty. Yeah. Um, but I think her most recent thing is this planner that she's designed, and so she'll mm-hmm. talk to other I saw creators, other creative thinkers, um, and many of them women and kind of talk about how they got their start. And sometimes they'll make, I don't know, book recommendations or as a business owner, like practical. Yeah. Sometimes that's how I pick up on, cause I never took a business course. Yeah, me <laughs> so, either. So, so we're just <laughs> learning yeah, as we go. <laughs> so we faking it till we make yes. it. Um, so anyway, that podcast, you might enjoy that one too. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. Uh, Chris is not as big a fan of this question <laughs> as I am, but what is your favorite part about life in the South?
2: Oh, gosh.
1: I love the South, y'all. Right? I love that I can say
2: y'all. Y'all will never hear me say the words you and all right next to each other. Because I don't believe those words need to be next to each other. They need to be combined. Um, I love that things are slow. I mean, not like... I, I love the fact that life is a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. That people take the time to enjoy you know, what's going on. The other day we were um, driving through and um, we saw a guy out on the field and his little boy was, like, helping him pick up, I don't know what they were doing, but they were. he was out, like, this is a big old field and this is a farmer and here's his little boy with him. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, did something to <laughs> me that you wouldn't see in a big city. Mm-hmm. And I love... The food and I love the weather. I love that we're not in piles of snow in May, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> now the, the summers are hard, but yeah. I love the fact that we're near the ocean and you can still drive four hours north and we're near the mountains, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a good place to me. I don't, I don't know that I'd ever find another place to call home that's mm. not the south.
1: Are you from Albany originally? I am. I Did am. I pronounce I don't well, think I pronounced that correctly? I
2: should, I should say Leesburg. Okay. Home <laughs> of Philip Phillips, Buster Posey, oh. and Luke Bryan, and Lindsay Hopkins. <laughs> so, I was I was born in Albany, but raised in Leesburg. So, because okay. the hospital's in Albany. <laughs> so, okay. most people do say Albany. I know.
1: After
2: um, I said that, I thought, uh-oh. I mean, I, I'm used to saying Albany, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Oh. I do say Pecans, so... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so you're like for those of y'all who don't know what a pecan is it's a pecan
1: <laughs> there are so many things that you don't realize my um, husband is from birmingham alabama and he interviewed for a job in albany uh-huh. a couple, a few years ago and he who is from alabama so he has a southern accent yeah. it's just a different kind yeah um, people who aren't from the south i think don't realize there are different regions with so different, many different accents yeah. and so anyway he came back home to Tallahassee from this interview, and he was like, "Annie, everybody up there pronounces it all Benny," and I was like, "I could have told you that. Like, I, like, that is exactly how you're supposed to pronounce yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's just funny. And then my mother-in-law is from Alabama, but doesn't think she has an accent. Yeah, and she does. You definitely yeah. do, mm-hmm. but you don't hear your own, I guess.
2: Oh, I hear mine. <laughs> it's there. I know it's there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll never forget meeting people. From up north, and just th- them, them kind of looking a little stunned that.
1: Well, they might not I realize because they follow you on social media. Oh, they yeah. probably don't realize where you're from, yeah. or I don't
2: know. When I've had conversations over the phone with with friends who do live in different regions, they're just like, "Whoa, we got." <laughs> I mean, you've got a southern. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, what are you reading right now? Right now, I'm listening to tattoos. On the heart?
1: Oh, I did you listen? There's a podcast episode with him being interviewed. Really? On... Um, the, the podcast is called On Becoming uh-huh. um, by Krista Tippett, and the interview she does with him is excellent. I listened to it because my brother read the book. Okay. And loved it. It
2: is just... It's tough. It's, a, it's tough, but like I said, it's one of those, like, I'm a very emotional, sensitive person, hmm. and I love... Hearing things about hope and just encouraging me, reminding me that the world doesn't revolve around me, Mm. reminding me that all the problems that we think are big, huge problems, that there's actually people who are going through a lot worse. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just one of those perspective things. And so, um, as I said, three kids, a lot of everything that I do tends to be listening right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Robbie is reading me when he can, when we're sitting in the same room together, Wednesday Wars, because he is a middle school (laughs) teacher. That's perfect. And so um, he... He and I, when we were dating, and then earlier in our marriage, spent a lot of time reading books to each other, and um, that was just something that oh, we enjoyed fun. doing. That's adorable. And, and so it was fun, and it was, um, you know, it was just a just a thing that we did together. And I, uh, there were times where I would you know, get him to read a book that he didn't really necessarily want to read. But, um, but I sucked him in, and he, he enjoyed it. And he's the, every time I see him, he's got a different book. Really? So he's, he's my bookworm. He's your reader. Yeah, yeah. And I, a lot of times I'll tell him, why don't you read read it and tell me what to do? Like, if <laughs> it's instructions yeah. or something, you read that and tell me what's going on.
1: That's so funny, because sometimes that's what my husband and I wind up doing, is I'll just read, like, chunks. Of a, a, like, if something's really got me enthralled, I'll be like, yeah. listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Jordan will say, in fact, he was on the podcast not too long ago. And my mom teased because she listened to that episode and she was like, Jordan didn't say he had read that book so much as he was like, well, Annie read that book well, and she told me. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yes, I feel like I yes, talk about it a lot. That is what, yes. That, sometimes
0: that's it's Robbie, hard not yeah. to. Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, now, did you say that your husband had a podcast? He
2: does um it's a very new baby podcast Give him a shout like out. Five, i think they've recorded five podcasts it's called audible discernment okay and it's about music and the south so okay. you'll definitely love it
0: <laughs> Probably. Um,
2: no it's just uh, three guys getting together talking about music and the south and funny things and I mean, I enjoy it because I love music, but mm-hmm. I'm horrible at knowing who is who. Yeah. Um, so I'm always like, who's that? Who are you talking about? And so I really enjoy them talking about something because they'll right. include clips yeah. of the music in the podcast. I'm like, oh, that's who that is. That yeah, sounds you know? fun. That does sound fun. So um, they're funny. They're, they're just, it's fun to listen to. It feels like you're kind of like sitting in on a, a little living room yeah. night that... With friends, so...
1: Kind of what we're doing
2: right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's what it's supposed no, to be. Like and they're that. silly. And sometimes, you know, there's things that you're like, what? But...
1: We, we might have to have them on this one. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: the,
0: <laughs> the crossover episode. They would,
1: they, they would love it. <laughs> yes, We'll have to make that happen. Uh, well, Lindsay, I think that really covers kind of what we wanted to talk oh, about today. Awesome. We're wrapping up. Okay. So, thanks for coming well, this on. Is fun. Thanks. And not hard <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming to tomsville thank we you so much it. for having me you can find full episodes of from the front porch on itunes or on our store website www.bookshelftomsville.com
0: and you can follow us on social media that is on twitter and instagram um at bookshelf T-Ville. and you you can also follow Lizzie at pen and paint that's pen underscore and underscore paint
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week